following message is the word of God from Abiyokuta Believers Meeting, Latter Rains, Be Blessed. A scripture came to my spirit, and I'm going to use it in the light. Um, there's something that God pressed on my heart. Um, whenever there is a damper, um, God is really up to something. Um, you remember when the Holy Spirit came on Jesus, and then John the Baptist said, This is the Lamb of God. Um, would take away the sin of the world. And the Bible says, that's Luke chapter 3. In Luke chapter 14, the Bible says, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. Now, there will be some instructions after this conference that we demand that you have a very close private relationship or personal work with God. It will demand a, a, a life of fellowship. A life of fellowship. So Jesus went there to pray. And then Bible says, while he was returning, Bible says his fame went abroad. He returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. When he opened the scripture, it became so meaningful to the extent that he said, this scripture is fulfilled. This scripture, this is my mission and it is fulfilled. So I'm believing God for someone. So God is putting an emphasis. When I was listening to Pastor Dele, it was almost going there. So I was believing God that it shouldn't go too far. <laughs> because he was talking about heart. He was talking about heart. You know. He was talking about David. Ah, I mean, I, I always see David as the only New Testament minister in the Old Testament. Who stepped out of the normal order. And was in the future. I mean, it was going there. So I was believing God because there is no time to readjust. <laughs> and I can't this a great privilege because after those great speakers, you know, since when I've been listening to these people that are speaking, I just like to sit down and receive. I just like it. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Philippians chapter 3. I will read verse 2 and 3. We'll do it in NLT. We'll do it in Amplified Version. And then we'll go and look at the life of Mary and Martha. And it's very important. Can you give us that scripture? Let's read from verse 2. Can we read together? One, two, three, go. Beware of doubts. Beware of evil workers. Beware of concession. He said, beware of dogs. How many of you have seen that word before? Beware of dogs. <laughs> you can see that it's in the Bible. Praise God. <laughs> he was taken from the Bible. Another verse says, beware of mutilations or mutilators. Let's read verse 3. Verse 3. Can we read that together? Okay. Verse 3. Let's read it now. One, two, three, go. Which worship God in spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus. I have no confidence. 
So we are the circumcision which, re, which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Now, I don't know whether you have NLT version. I want to paint a picture and then I will just run through it. It will be easy. It will be easy. When Pastor Dele said he sensed an anointing, I knew it was completely right because I sensed the same thing. You know, Bible says, why Peter yet speaks? The Holy Spirit came down on those who heard the word. Now, there is hearing, there is hearing. You know, hearing, they hear not. But you have to hear. Now, if you have NLT, if you don't have NLT, can you give us amplified version? Amplified version. Praise the Lord. There is something I want to show us there. If you can't have amplified version, I wouldn't mind if there's somebody that has amplified version so that we, you understand it better. It amplifies it. All right? And then from there, we'll be able to look. If you can get amplified version and somebody... All right. Thank you. Please listen. Look out for those dogs. Judaizers, legalists, look out for those mischief makers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. Verse 3. For we Christians are the true circumcision. We Christians are the true circumcisions. Who worship God in spirit. And by the spirit of God, and exalt and glory, and pride ourselves in Jesus Christ. And put no confidence or dependence on what we have in the flesh or on outward privileges and physical advantages and external appearances. Praise the Lord. Now, that, that sounds so comprehensive. For we who worship by the Spirit, read, let's, let's do verse 2. Let's do verse 2. Verse 2 of NLT. Thank you. He said, look out for those dogs, Judaizers, legalists. Look out for those mischief makers. Look out, verse 2. Yes, he said, watch out for those dogs, those who, people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved. So that, I want you to take note of that. Then he says, verse, verse 3. Verse 3 says, verse 3. He said, for we who worship by the Spirit of God are the ones who are truly circumcised. Worship by the Spirit of God. We know that the Bible says that circumcision or no circumcision, it doesn't avail. It says, but faith that walketh by love. Now it says, are those ones who are truly circumcised, we rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. He said, what we depend on, where we depend on is not what is happening in our environment. We rely on what he has done for us. That's why the Bible says that faithful is he that promised. Who will also do it? We rely on what he has done for us. Look at what it says. He said, we put no confidence in human effort. Grace that we maximize every little effort you are putting into things 
is coming on you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, this is where I'm going. What Paul wrote to the Philippians here is that he says, we are people of the Spirit. We are people of the Spirit. We are people that has a fellowship with God. We have a heart for God. As many as we are here, at the same time, you must see yourself as being one with him. The scripture says, he that is joined with the Lord become one spirit with him. How many spirits? Now, it means that when they look at the head of God, they see your head. One with him. One day the Holy Spirit was telling me, he said, it's the same material. You can't mix oil and water. You can't mix oil and water. He said, you have the same density as God. The same material. The same life. The same breath. The same dimension. The same everything as God. That's why the Bible says that whoever is joined together with Christ is one spirit with him. And that's why it will be difficult for you not to worship. You'll be restless if you are not a worshiper. If you are born of the spirit, you've got to blow like the spirit. Praise the Lord. Do you remember he says, he that is born of the spirit is spirit? Do you remember? And he says, he that is born of the flesh is what? Now, how can he that is born of the spirit have confidence in what is born of the flesh? There are two parallel lifestyles that can never cross. Or that you don't give attention to the things of the flesh. Now, I want you to understand something. What I am trying to communicate to you is that God has called us into a life of the spirit. Into a life of fellowship with him. Mm. And this is how you know it. In John chapter 1 verse 12. It says, as many that believe him, they are called children of God. Let's go to verse 12. John chapter 1 verse 12. Let's see the scriptures together because it's necessary. John chapter 1 verse 12. It said, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe in his name. So a believer is a receiver. Praise the Lord. Now, let me tell you something. You don't need to struggle to receive from God. Once you're a believer, you have like an antenna that can catch God's signal. I know sometimes it demands that you tune. You tune. Give. He said, my sons, give me your attention and give me your, give attention to my word and incline your ear to my saying. So you can tune to that station. You can tune to the signal of heaven. See, see what it says. Now, the big one is this, verse 13. Verse 13. It was, verse 13 was describing verse 12. He said, we are receivers because we are believers. Somebody say, I'm a receiver. <laughs> now, don't ever think something is going to stop you from receiving in this conference. Look at it. He said, which were born not of blood. You were not born of red blood cell. You were not born of white blood cell. If you are born of any blood, it's the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus' blood cell. Amen. Look at it. He said, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of, the, of man, but of God. Somebody say, I'm born of God. 
Now, that is clear. In John chapter 4 verse 24, he said God is spirit. So you can say you are born of the spirit. And many of us are even trying to blow. Most of the mistakes believers make is trying to be who they are. Don't try to blow. Don't try to blow. Bible says he that is born of the spirit is like a wind that blows. Do you understand what I'm saying? Look at your neighbor and say, I'm blowing. That's why the Bible says that the world eagerly waits for the manifestations, the blowing of the sons of men. You see, I don't have all the time. But there's something I'm trying to establish which will help us. Go to Luke chapter 10 verse 38. And I want all of you to give attention to this. Luke chapter 9, 10 verse 38. This is a story of Martha and Mary. There will always be believers in this category. And I will just explain four things under that. Just four things. Luke chapter 10 verse 38. We are going to read it together. So that your mind will be there. Let's read. One, two, three, go. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. Take note. A certain village, a certain woman. So it happened. It's an event. Verse 39. Let's go. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. So it wasn't Mary that received Jesus. It was Martha that received Jesus, but it was Mary that was hearing the word. Look at what it says. Now go back to verse 20, 39. There's something I want you to take note there. Verse 39. It said, And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet. Look at that word, also. I want you to take note, also. Somebody say, also. Wait, that means they both sat before, right? Now look at it. And heard this word. So matter to heard the word. Now, you can be in a conference and everybody will hear the word. But you see how it will play out in their life. Go to the, go to the next verse. Next verse. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. Now, normally, between sisters, um, I believe, if it happens to be in the Yoruba environment, she will just talk to her sister. What's wrong with you? In fact, it's not normal for an elder sister to be in the kitchen and the younger one is somewhere else. It's not proper. I mean, the way I was raised. I mean, the way I was raised. If you'll not be doing anything, you'll be there watching or learning. But you know what? Martha was encumbered with many things, many services. It was full of activities. And I thought, because what she was preparing for was Jesus' meal. But in this context, you realize that if Jesus never served you, he never expects you to serve him. Look at it. Verse 41. Let's read. One, two, three, go. And Jesus answered, epic. Continue. And said to her, matter, matter, thou art careful and troubled about many things. If Jesus happens to be a Yoruba man, he will say, matter, matter, matter. How many times did I call you? 
<laughs> but how many of you have noticed? Jesus will say, certainly, certainly. Verily. Verily. I don't think he does more than two. <laughs> but I trust you and myself is three times. He said, thou art careful and troubled about many things. You can imagine somebody was going up and down to serve Christ. Jesus said he was troubled. Now can you be going about God's work and you are troubled? No wonder people complain of stress. They complain of issues. People are serving. They are faking it. It has gotten to a point. They are wounded inside. They can't find solutions, but they just don't have a choice than to continue to push things. And when they are asked, how are things? They say, we are pushing it. We are not supposed to be pushing things. They say, we are making hands meet. Hands don't meet. Hands don't meet. Force the hands to meet. Something is wrong. And they've been in conferences where they receive a damper. They were full of the spirit. In most cases, they are talk- don't forget. They had the word. But one stood up and went about serving. Look at what he says. This is in no way playing down on what we offer as activities. What we are saying is that if you are not in that communion, you can never serve right. Look at it. He said, we shall not be taken. Now, look at what Jesus said. Let's read this verse 42. One, two, three, go. But one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen that good path, which shall not be taken away from her. How many things? Now, if this is one thing you will get in this message, get it. How many things is needful? Somebody say one. If you're like me, I don't like to do many things. It's resolved when Christ says one. If you are giving seven points now, second one, seven years might have passed. A generation like you heard. Sorry. But when you say one thing, then you can give your whole energy to that one thing. You think it ends here. You need to see the life of the four of them, of the two of them. Their life. How you get to know that is in John chapter 11 and John chapter 12. Number one thing I want you to first take note is that Mary was a worshiper. Go to John chapter 11. Mary was a worshiper. Now, you remember the event. Lazarus, their brother, died. And then they told Jesus Christ, so he delayed. So you remember the context in which we are bringing that from. But if we start reading from verse 20, when Mary heard the news that Jesus was coming, I want you to watch you see, sometimes you can read the scripture and not see things. We can only see things by the Spirit. Look at verse 20. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Mara, Martha heard. Verse 21. Now we're going to be very fast here. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother had not died. Don't forget that both believed. Both believed. The same statement Martha said here. Mary also said it. 
But you see the differences now. If you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, whatsoever you will ask of God, God will give it thee. See, matter. Go to the next verse. He said, Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. She replied. Now go. Verse 24. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. <laughs> Somebody that just said, Whatever you ask, even now. <laughs> even now. Now, it's so funny how you can be in faith and be procrastinating God's intervention. Go to the next verse. Jesus said, now the reason for all this was because one was in fellowship, the other one was out of fellowship. You see? That you have a relationship with God does not mean you have a fellowship with God. Let me give you a very close example. It's close. It's not exactly like it. We have relationship with our parents, but we don't really have... They have fellowship with themselves. Do you know what I'm talking about? The fellowship also means intercourse. Look at what it says. And Jesus said unto her, Jesus said unto her, I am resurrection and the life. He that believe in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Verse 26. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believe thou this. So Jesus had to be, what Jesus had always been telling Mary, so when occasion demanded for it, Jesus had to be schooling matter on the scene in order to get matter to really believe. Now look at it. It says, she said unto him, yeah, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the son of God, which shall come into the world. Verse 28. And when she heard, so said, she went away. And called Mary her sister secretly, saying, The master is come and called for thee. Verse 29. As soon as she heard that she arose quickly and came unto him, Mary also did the same thing. And said, Now Jesus was not yet in town, but, uh, but was in that place where Martha met him. Verse 31. The Jews, when they saw Mary moving, they also followed him. And they followed her. Verse 32. Verse 32. Then, when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, look at what happened. Do you remember that tough matter? Do you remember? As she met Jesus, he said, if you had been here, if, it looks like he was accusing him. You know, we sent for you. We sent for you. We sent for you. Look at it. Bible says she fell down at his feet. She's used to defeat. She knew if solution must come, it must be at defeat. Look at it. Saying unto him, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. Look at it. The same statement, but in a different context. Now, go to the next verse. He said, when Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Hey! 
One was able to move God, one couldn't move God. You move him when you hear him. Do you know, Martha was trouble serving. Mary was not trouble serving. When the occasion demands, Jesus was trouble, wanted to serve. The one that was not troubled. Let me tell you, if, if, if Lazarus had had Martha and Martha as sisters, he might not have woke from them. No, no, that's the truth. Look at it. I need to quickly show you this so that. And said, where have you laid him? You know, Bible says he was, he groaned in the spirit. Mary moved him. You see, I can't, you can't be, in, you can't be one with me. Whatever hits you, hits me. Do you get what I'm saying? You see, someone, sometimes we relate with God as if he doesn't come, as if our life is separate from God. Your finances is his finances. Do you get what I'm saying? When he says you are one with him, your academics is his academics. You can't imagine him failing an exam. And if you can't, you can't fail. Look, look at your neighbor say, I'm one with Christ. He said, they said unto him, Lord, come and see. So Jesus responded to Mary, but he responds to Martha. Look at the next verse. Jesus wept. Now, go to the next verse. Then said to the Jews, Behold how he loved him. Verse 30. Let's move fast. Verse 37. And some of them said, Could this man who did this? Let's go to verse 38. He said, Jesus therefore again grown in his spirit, came to the grave. It was a cave and a stone laid upon it. Verse 39. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Here come matter again. Now, you will find out whether you are a Mary or you are... You think, you think by being matter, you understand the matters of the spirit. It's wrong. You don't. Look, look at it. So Jesus said, take away the stone. Matter, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh. For he has been dead for. Thank you. Now, it's like he wants to do something and then somebody just pour water on words. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, let's quickly do this and let me just close. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory. Number one thing you should take notes that is very common with the two of them is that they believe. Number two, they are, they are not, that you believe does not make you a true worshiper. Now, don't forget in John chapter 4 verse 23, he said, the only thing that God is seeking, that I found out in my Bible, I stand to be corrected. God is not seeking everything. There's one thing that God cannot give himself, and that is worship. You will never see where I glorify myself as God in the Bible. You will never see, I thank me. God says the Lord to the Lord, I thank me. Have you ever seen it in the Bible? And that is why he went to tell Pharaoh, my people want to worship me. It's a great case. Anything that is blocking you from being a true worshiper is removed this morning in Jesus' name. Yeah. 
worship. Now, don't let, let's stop reading. You know, it got to a point, Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible says, he that was banned came forth. How can you be banned and you came forth? So how did it work out? We, regardless of how it will happen, when Jesus is speaking, everything will respond. You have been trying to think how. God said that is not your business. Once I say it, the third thing I want to say is that because of time, you don't want to go to those deeper things. Do you know that both of them were givers? Just like in church, we can give, all of us. You know when Pastor Shola and Pastor Shegun was talking about giving, I said, this one will liberate you. Why you will never have a problem with giving and you can give anything is because you stay at his feet. You fellowship with him. Those kind of people know that if you demand for abundance in God's abundance, it will remain abundance. Did you hear what I said? They will never be jealous or envious of others. If God decides to give all of us abundance, his abundance is still intact. Do you get what I'm saying? They were both givers, but one was a prophetic giver. If you go to John chapter 12, do you remember? When one was serving, Martha was still serving again. He was having food. But you see, according to that context, food cannot be compared with the price of the perfume, the alabaster box that Mary broke. Do you remember? One was a giver, another one was a prophetic giver. A prophetic giver. Somebody who knows the program of God and give. And is part of it, strategically part of it. If you want to really give, you ask God, open my eyes to see what you are doing on the earth, and I will give to it. Mary was a prophetic giver. The last one, that, that, there's, that last one distinguished the two of them as well. The last one is that Mary was full of joy. Martha was full of sorrow. And that's, if you are full of sorrow, this is how I know. If you are full of sorrow, you always be accusing the other brethren. You always talk against the other brethren. In most cases, you can even go to God and say they don't deserve the blessing they have. It's not impossible we we'll see people that will say, people, these people don't deserve to have this kind of people in this meeting. Bible called devil the accusers of the brethren. And devil has engaged some other brethren to be accusing brethren. Because if you are not as his feet and you are fellowship with him, you'll find it difficult to understand his program, to understand his movement, his pattern, like Pastor Dele said. So Mary was full of joy. As soon as Jesus told Mary, as soon as Mary told Jesus, where did you lay him? Mary in his heart of in her heart of heart already conceived the joy, the feeling that Lazarus was already raised from the dead. The feeling. And that's why the Bible says that the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Do I have righteous people in the house this morning? No, 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 I can't hear you very well. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
If you believe what you have said, do, you, do I have righteous people in the house this morning? If you know you are righteous, can you rise on your feet? Listen to me. Bible says, he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It was a great swap. Now, I'd like you to listen to this, because if you have a sense of guilt, it might serve as a cog in the wheel of what God wants to do. I see this morning meeting, that's what I got when I was here. As the ministry of John to that of Jesus, something is going to happen. It started, but the climax is in the evening. The kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but is in what? Righteousness. Peace. Being justified with God, we have peace with Him. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Peace. Jesus is our peace. We have rest. Come ye unto me, all you that labor, and I will give you rest. But there's yet another rest. He said, take my yoke upon you. That's fellowship. That's fellowship. When you see two animals yoked together, bigger one will be leading the smaller one. God is the author and the finisher. He doesn't end a thing until he has... He doesn't begin a thing until he has ended it. We don't know the path. He has completed your life. He just called you to come and have the script. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And that is why you can't do without him. Yoke together with Christ. Yoke. That's why Paul will say it's a bond servant. A yoke fellow. Yoke together. In fellowship. This conference is continuing with you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? amen? You know what I mean by that? The same way you feel when Apostle Sermons was ministering or, his, or ministers at this conference, the same way you feel in your closets. Do you get what I'm saying? God showed me something. Like Samson put fire, you know the fire brands. That's the way all of us are leaving this conference. Set a blaze for the Lord. Set a blaze for the Lord. Set a blaze for the Lord. John describing Jesus, he said he's come to baptized with the Holy Spirit and with and with alright alright you can have a lamp that has light and you can have a lamp that does not have light I hope you know that then you see outfly perching on the ones that don't, that don't have light outflies any kinds of things but if you have fire, if you have fire, you are out of pant to any spirit of darkness anywhere. And that's why I believe for everybody this morning. Look at your neighbor, say, I got joy in my spirit. Say louder, say, I got joy in the, my spirit. Say, I got joy of the Holy Ghost in my spirit. Say, I got joy of the Holy Ghost in my spirit. Say, I got joy of the Holy Ghost in my spirit. I got joy of the Holy Ghost in my spirit. Come on, go ahead and begin to rejoice. Glory to God.